0: No, baby, that's for somebody else. We're just going to keep you right where you're at right now. It doesn't matter what you the it's Wrestling Realm day. presents Break It Down with Brian H. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this episode of Break It Down with Brian H. I'm your host, Brian H. Waters. This show brought to you by The Wrestling Realm. Folks. It's episode 107 I'm recording Friday night immediately after Smackdown I know, usually the second episode of the week I guess you call it, or sometimes the first episode of the week You know, the one that follows Smackdown, we'll say that Usually I record this on Sunday evening But, for those who follow me on Twitter At Brian H. Waters, if you, this is your first time I am a huge Baltimore Ravens fan. Tomorrow, we're set to play the Tennessee Titans. So if you're listening to this after this airs, hopefully I will be have celebrated a win and a trip to the American Football Conference Championship. But I said, you know what? I'm going to record the podcast because Saturday I'm going to be busy getting ready for the game and Sunday I have some things I got to do, and hopefully I'm still celebrating. No, I won't be hungover, but, you know, hopefully I'm just still basking in the glory of victory. So I was thinking about that, and I said, "Yes, yeah, it's the perfect time. Let me go ahead, record the podcast right away. watch SmackDown's fresh on my mind. So let's get right into it. Folks, I'm going to start off with a tapped out. Yes, I'm tapping out immediately. Here's our tapped out segment of the week. The name of the show, WWE Enough with the Rematches. I listened to Corey Graves' podcast. I and mean, I mentioned his a lot. It's one of the podcasts that's in the rotation. And one of the things he talked about was rematches. How they're just overdone. And what did we start off SmackDown with? A rematch between The Miz and Kofi Kingston. I saw somebody post something earlier today. It was an image of The Rock vs. Triple H, the ladder match at SummerSlam 1998. That was a rematch. But you know when the last time you saw those two go one-on-one was prior to that was at fully loaded when they had, I believe it was a two out of three falls match for the Intercontinental Championship. I gotta go back and double check. But that was one of the best feuds of 1998, especially the summer. Now that summer. Two feuds took us through the summer. Of course, it was the Rock and Triple H, but you know it was also it was also Austin and Undertaker. The beauty of that was you was not getting these guys wrestling on Raw every week. Now, the issue used to be you got too many shows. Uh, Too many people on the roster. You got to figure out how to get everybody on, right? But now, that's not the case. I mean, you do have Raw and SmackDown. You have a huge roster. You have a plethora of people. But, there is no need to give us the Miz versus Kofi Kingston back-to-back weeks. So, I'm just tired of it. Another rematch. We're getting, on Monday Night Raw, a fist fight between Seth Rollins and AOP, who we be taking on, Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe, and The Big Show. We just saw the match this past week. I don't know what it is about creative. I don't know why they feel they need to hone in on these matches. You have enough house shows. Take those matches around the country. Do not give us these matches on TV every week. That's how we got. We had Ricochet versus AJ Styles for weeks. We had Cedric Alexander versus AJ Styles for weeks. We even got Andrade versus Rey Mysterio. I don't, and it's great of matches they put on. It does something when you give it to me every week on Raw or on SmackDown and then expect me to want to buy it for the pay per view. Because you telling me to subscribe to the network. What you're asking me to do is you're asking me to set aside two or three hours to watch. Well, three or four hours to watch wrestling on a Sunday evening. You're competing during the wintertime with football. And in some markets, you're competing with the NBA. You know, you're going to be competing with the all-star game in a few weeks, in several weeks, you know, the week after the Super Bowl. And then you give me another rematch. Baron Corbin. Roman Reigns. I don't need to see that again. Now. We'll go to the end of Smackdown. The Usos took on King Corbin. And Dolph Ziggler. Here's what I did like. I love Roman coming out there. Addressing the fact that he has his family. And you saw the Usos. Happy to be back. But would I... Also notice, here was an opportunity. Brought back Robert Rude. That could be the match right there. I could accept that match at the Royal Rumble before they go out there and try to become number one contender for the WWE Universal Championship. I could accept that. But to give me Bobby, uh, Roman Reigns and... Baron Corbin, again, for the 80 millionth time. Unacceptable. Just totally unacceptable, folks. So, no, I am not a fan of that. I'm just not. Let's move on. Mandy Rose, Alexa Bliss. Hey, this is another rematch, I believe. Nonetheless, every week... We're starting to see Mandy Rose. We, now, I'm glad they kind of got away from that whole thing with her and Sonya possibly splitting up. But Mandy Rose would give Otis a cake. Now, I like that they gave us something different. Otis' music hit. He comes out there. Instead of doing the typical thing of Otis costing Mandy the match as he was trying to be nice and say thank you, he came out there. Mandy took advantage of Alexa Bliss being distracted, and that's when he secu- she secured the win. While well, that time, Otis was sitting up there, you know, kind of licking his lips. Now you saw Sonya Deville kind of look disgusted. Maybe, right here, I know she whined, and they whined about the lesbian angle. Perhaps there's a jealousy angle coming, where Sonya is going to want Mandy and Otis is going to want Mandy. And maybe they're going to play tug of war. Maybe that's going to happen. I don't know. I wouldn't be mad. It'd be interesting to see. I don't think you need to do it, but, you know, that's what they wanted to do. So let's see what happens. Another guy, let's talk about him. I meant to bring this up earlier when I was talking about the Miz and Kofi the John Morrison, folks, he's back. And he told the crowd that he was disappointed because they was disrespected. One of his good friends in the Miz. And he cost the Miz, I mean, he cost Kofi Kingston the match. Next week, we're going to get Morrison versus Big E. I tweeted Miz, that Morrison still has that mid-card music. You look at Drew McIntyre. McIntyre was of the low, of the low, of the low. He was a member of the three-man band. And I bet you don't remember that. Because when he came back, he was a completely different person. He had a completely different character. So you look at John Morrison, what's so different about him? I mean, clearly that didn't work. Was he ever champion? Was he ever WWE champion, I should say? Was he ever the guy? So what I see is another spot monkey in the Royal Rumble. Straight up. Now, maybe they might swerve us, but I don't see it happening. I don't see him doing the Kofi Kingston from last year. As I sit here and watch this Lakers game, have have we talked about the reemergence of the White (laughs) Howard? I know this is a wrestling show, but I'm pretty sure you wrestling fans are sports fans also. But yeah, the reemergence of the White Howard. I just thought that was great. But um, let me take a quick break. I got a word from you. From the real Dwayne Allen, I'll be back after this. At some point, here's where I look at it. At some point in time, mm-hmm. by the time Bret got gone, the Wolfpack was was there, mm-hmm. and Sting had joined the Wolfpack. Lex Luger had joined the Wolfpack. Macho Man was with the Wolfpack, and the only person left to defend WCW was DDP. DDP even teased on the Wolfpack. They didn't have Bret Hart doing nothing for the entire year. And remind these people, Goldberg wasn't or hadn't arrived yet. Goldberg wasn't Goldberg. Right wasn't wasn't it wasn't there he was, it was having just, matches with william Regal getting shown up it was they were still trying <laughs> it was still trying to build him to be something that was right it wasn't it wasn't a whole lot of team wcw people they was at the time honestly it was goldberg coming up and it was ddp mm-hmm. everybody else was luger sting and those guys were all in the wolfpack at this point right mm-hmm. here's what i would have did to book it you, you knew that bernhardt was hot off the montreal screw job yeah and that he was pro okay he was he was a, the traditionalist and I'm back, ladies and gentlemen. So make sure you subscribe to the wrestling realm, wherever you get your podcast from. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Why? Because there's exclusive content there. The real Dwayne Allen tweeted a picture. He's locked in, he's loaded, he's ready. You can find him at Dwayne Allen24. Follow him. You get a lot of interesting tidbits. The other day, he dropped some huge knowledge about business. A lot of things that, you know, if you're out there, you start your own business, definitely want to pay attention to. So moving on, Sasha Banks went AWOL. Now, not really sure how I feel about them using that word. Here's why. I personally don't have a problem with it, but I know you internet trolls out there. You may say the country is perhaps in the midst of a war. And there's talks about a draft And you guys are using the word AWOL Or oh, just anything with the military No Um, but either, Nonetheless Sasha was supposed to take on Lacey Evans Um A match that really should be saved for the Royal Rumble In my opinion Unless, I guess they're trying to hot shot her to Bailey, or well, maybe it's not necessarily a hot shot But it's just a match I thought should be saved for the Royal Rumble But She, um she wasn't there. She's working on her rap album. And because she's working on her rap album, Bailey said, you know, don't worry about it. But then she said, you know, she was challenged. And then she made a reference about uh, Lacey Evans' child. And when she did that, that would lead to Lacey Evans coming out there. And that would lead to a huge brawl between the two. Had a huge brawl. Well, not really a huge brawl, but you know, she got beat up in the back and Lacey got the better of her and then Bailey got away. I like this. I'm glad we did they didn't force feed us Dana Brooke this week. I know, I know. I was a fan, but I'm just saying. Just glad they didn't force feed it. But I do like the fact that they're doing something um to make this relevant. I just don't want to see Sasha and Bailey. I don't know how many times I gotta reiterate that. I don't wanna see it right now. Let me keep them two apart. Let them, I mean, keep them two together. Do not force a matchup between those two. But I do think that this is something good that I hope a lot of people are giving, you know, the, just doing the respect to this story because it's, it's not bad. You know, you got Lacey Evans. You got Bailey. I love Bailey as a heel. This is something I've been waiting for. And I love the fact that Sasha Banks wasn't there. She's constantly reminding you that she's rich. And she's doing a lot of heel moves. She's annoying the mess out of you. So. Shout out to my boy JB. I was on his show. He's getting ready for as you know, as they say, he's, you know, getting ready for the playoffs down here. And he has a sports show. And they call it. Best in the world sports So I was on there We talked some Ravens But uh, before we did that And I'm going to have him on here to talk some wrestling one day Jonathan Brown Make sure you give him a follow at JLB from DVM Make sure you give him a follow folks Yeah we was talking about Sasha and Bianca Belair And he was telling me how Sasha was now uh, uh, Bianca Belair was now his new wrestling crush So it was pretty cool Now, it was interesting to see her the other night on WWE. Well, I should say NXT. That she is somebody that I want to see her and Rhea Ripley have a huge story. And I want to see them. But I want to see her take the title from her. I know Ripley had a good run and a huge buildup. But I don't think she needs to hold the belt for a whole year. I think a three-month run would be fine. Let uh, Bianca Belair take it from her. Maybe she get it back, or maybe promote it to the main roster. Either way, let's get you know let's get that feud going. And don't give us the matches for free. Maybe that's the difference. Maybe because they look at it like, okay, well, people aren't paying sixty dollars for the pay-per-views anymore, so it's not necessarily a stress not to have those matches. But here's the thing. There was a time, like I said, when you had to look forward. And like I said, the titles title of this show is WWE, Enough with the Rematches. But there was a time and place when you look forward to having these matches. I'm looking right now, and I have over 200 wrestling DVDs and Blu-rays. And... On those DVDs Especially the pay-per-view ones There was times where If I wanted to look at a match Between two wrestlers I had to put in that DVD How many times did we see Austin take on the rocket On Raw How many times did we see uh, Mick Foley And Triple H wrestle on Raw When it was during the height Of that feud On Mankind and Undertaker On Raw period So But uh, you know like I said, Sasha Banks and Lacey Evans, I love what they did right here. I do think we're going to get Bailey and Lacey Evans at the, um, at the pay-per-view, and I'm fine with that. And to be honest with you, I'm fine with either result. I'm not one that don't think Lacey Evans should be champion. I think maybe, you know, who knows? They may ride the USA wave depending on what happens in real life. Now I got a question. Why is Sheamus concerned about Shorty G? Like, seriously, what's what's the problem? Why does he even care? He is a former WWE champion. Enough with this whole narrative about small guys doing things in wrestling. That's getting old. I know the whole show sounds like an angry rant, but it's just the truth. Enough of that, you know? So... Um... <laughs> My bad. I just got a cool text that almost scared me. And then, <laughs> you know, but um, you know, I'll go ahead and reveal it on air. Um, just somebody asking me about Super Bowl ticket prices too soon. Uh, yeah. yeah. It, the the Ravens Ravens flock is heavy down here, folks. I hope you're. Um, uh, you know, if you're into football, let me know. Tweet me your Super Bowl predictions. Um, but yeah, you know, back to wrestling. Just the, the narrative is old. I'm just tired of it. The, the smaller guys look successful. Daniel Bryan, CM Punk, Seth Rollins. These guys are multiple world champions. Um, So let's stop it. Shorty G, phenomenal in the ring. One of the best wrestlers on the planet for a reason. So let's quit it. You know, it's time to go around the net. I'm going to go really quick with this one this week. All right, Round the Net, brought to you by B. Waters Productions. If you have something out there and you need a, a flyer for it, or if you have an event, or you want your a full-fledged photo shoot, perhaps you want a video shoot, let me know. Just sign at bryanhwaters.com. So, the Usos have returned, and they discussed their return on After the bell. Saw this this past week, or uh, I listened to it. I haven't finished that episode, but I, you know, I have to tune in because I want to hear what the Usos had to say. One of the things they said was, you know, they are really, you know, really excited. You know, when he talks about they just needed that break and they talked about what it's like to come back and having, you know, that rush, that, that was that nervousness. And then just being with Roman and seeing the dog food and how it pissed them off. And, you know, I just love this. Everything is just real about it. You know, Uh, I think that with the Usos, this is good timing. It's a great time for them to come back. They were gone five months. Hard to believe, right? Five months, the Usos were gone. But it's a great interview with Corey Graves. I definitely recommend you check it out. So, and then another thing. There's word on the street, or as they say, rumor innuendo, that Edge is coming back and he will be an entrant into the Royal Rumble. Now, he's tweeted that basically saying what I was saying, that he's not coming back. He's not, you know, you never trust a wrestler. The real Dwayne Allen has said, say, never trust a wrestler. And therefore, we could be seeing the return of the Rated R Superstar. Edge is one of my favorites. Anybody who knows me, will tell you. Edge is one of my favorites of all time. Do I think he's the top 10 of all time? No. Uh, but it was just something about him. It was just one of my guys. He was somebody that I remember his debut match, June 22nd, 1998, on Monday Night Raw. It's also the day my little cousin was born. Shout out to Hypno Beats. The man... The myth, the legend, the guy who produced the theme for this podcast also produced the theme for breaking through glass ceilings. So, you know, I'm excited. Could Edge come back? Now, understand this for those out there worried about the neck. There's new technology. I work in medicine. Got some cool things coming. Follow me at Hopkins Med News. But I work in medicine, and one of the things I know is that they're always working to improve technology, so I do think the technology is different between now and nine years ago. Yes, we're almost a decade. We're almost a decade away from Edge's last match. WrestleMania 27 was 2011, folks. But that was the last time Edge wrestled against Alberto Del Rio opening a show. Wasn't that big of a fan of the show at all. Supposed to be my first WrestleMania. I had a hernia repair. Couldn't go. Glad I didn't. WrestleMania 28 was, though, and I had a ball. But now, it's time for Wrestling for the Culture. It's time for Wrestling for the Culture, where we take a look inside to see what the wrestlers of color have been doing this week. Wrestling for the Culture, Titus O'Neil. Has teamed with a Florida Aquarium to assist with the wildfires that took place in Australia. So, my thoughts and prayers go out to the people who are suffering because of those wildfires. We know that Billy Kay and Peyton Royce have definitely pitched in to help. Uh, this is big. This is this is who Titus O'Neil is. I know it's, I started wrestling for the culture in on January 21st, 2018. There's been plenty of times he's been featured on here or on this segment, whether it was the show, whether it was just the articles for his charity work, and this is just something else. I mean, I just thank God for people like Titus O'Neil, bottom line. thank God for Titus O'Neil, I should say. Uh, moving on, let's get to the ring and some in-ring action. Reverend Ron Hunt is the new Rockstar Pro Amped Champion. This, bring it through, I should say, this is presented to you by... Black Gold, brought to you by the Black Wrestling Alliance. Shout out to my boy, Adrian Dazzle, getting doing his thing over there. He also has a a new show. So make sure you check that out on the Black Wrestling Alliance IG page. But yeah, Reverend Ron Hunt is the new Rockstar Pro Amp Champion. David Ali is the new Southern Fried Championship Wrestling Classics Champion. Not going to lie. I thought when I read that it said Southern Fried Chicken Champion. I just did. I'm keeping it real, folks. Moving on. Culture Inc.'s Elon Knight and Malik Bozity, please correct me if I'm wrong, are the new Pro Wrestling 2.0 Tag Team Champions. Congratulations, Culture Inc. doing their thing. And then rounding it out, Snoop Strikes, a.k.a. Major League Wrestlers Codo Brazil kicked off this year by winning the United States Wrestling Alliance 2020 Don Curtis Memorial Cup. I tried to in- emulate my inner Larry Legend. Shout out to Larry. Good buddy of mine. Ring announcer, CZW Hall of Famer. This guy out there. Um, you know, just one of the best ring announcers on the planet. You know, when I first first two Merlin championship wrestling was well now called MCW pro wrestling. The first two shows I attended, I remember you used to always hear him say the Shane Shamrock Memorial cup. So going Also on wrestling for the culture, just to give a quick shout out to my good friend, Amber Rodriguez. As you see, she was on here earlier this year and just want to let you know, just follow her. You know, she's posted her schedule. I'll just give some quick uh, listings. January 17th, she's at Lost of Art Wrestling. January 25th, she's at Elevate Pro. February 1st, New South Pro Wrestling. So make sure you check that out. Um, I know that I have, um, you know, we've been working together on some things. She's, um, you know, I've helped her with social media pages And I believe that I will be in New Orleans. I know I'll be in New Orleans at the end of the month. I do believe that perhaps we may be able to link up because she said Elevate Pro is down in Louisiana. So be sure to check out social media pages because there will be pictures. But ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for this edition of Wrestling for the Culture. And this edition of Break It Down with Brian H. Make sure you subscribe to the show. Drop me a five-star rating. That's all I ask for. I'm not charging you anything. I can't charge you for media. You're giving me your time. So I thank you for that. I thank you for taking time to listen to the show. So just give me a five-star. Hit the like and subscribe and turn the bell notifications on YouTube. I appreciate that. Till the next time, I'm Brian H. Waters, and I'm going to just end this show with a big trust whoop whoop so long everybody